This is so dope. 101.9 The Mix. Today's variety. It's Dash. And I'm in the studio with somebody I was actually going to talk to, I think, like two, three days ago in the middle of Lollapalooza. But man, you worked you worked hard that weekend. Ty Verdes, welcome to the studio. What's up? What's How up, you doing? Yeah, I saw you around uh, the media tent area, and I knew we had an artist interview scheduled for like Sunday. Mm. And I made sure, though, I made it the point. I was like, I want to go to the Bud Light session stage. I want to see Ty perform. And I did that, and even during the performance, I was like, I was like, this is so dope, but also like zero percent chance this happens tomorrow. Like this man is giving it his all, and that was what how, one of how many performances you did at Lollapalooza 2021? Yeah, dude, I did like four performances. I don't, we we quadrupled that up. You oh know? my god, man! Uh, yeah, I did my own like show on the main stage at the Bud Light Seltzer stage. Yeah, I uh, performed with Surfaces. And then I did a little verse on Surfaces set uh, too. They're awesome. They're so cool. We talked to Forrest and and we were talking all about what they like on their rider, like what they eat right before they go on. And and they're like, you know what? It's kind of weird, but we eat chips and guac before every performance, like right before we go on. Wow, that makes that's sense. I was in their dressing like. room. <laughs> that's what their music sounds like, chips and yeah, guac. Yeah, <laughs> like it, that's what somebody said. They're like, well, that's actually not that surprising. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, what if you get like a little chip, like you're, you're Forrest and you got to sing and you get a piece of chips stuck in your gums right before you go on like you're gonna think about that the whole set yeah dude that's why i gotta get floss in that rider right too, man. did you if you went on four times at Lollapalooza, so is floss in your rider like what's the funny thing that you have that you need before you go on do you call your mom like well now i feel like i need to add chips and guac i don't know yeah you're like why have i not been doing that <laughs> exactly you um, just needed that suggestion <clears throat> When I go out there, I don't really need anything. I'm not, I'm just like having a good time. Like yeah. I, my like you know I have management now. And they're like, what do you need? Right. And I'm like, I don't know. Not to work at the Verizon store. Yeah. You know? True. True. Like it's so crazy to think that like well just a little over a year ago, maybe almost two years ago, you were working in a Verizon store. Yeah, man. I think slanging those phones. Right. It's a it's a wild it's a wild life and I and it's cool that I have footage of it just for like my diary or like mm-hmm. when I'm old and wrinkly, you know, I'm going to be able to see this version of myself who was like standing on top of tables. I literally there's literally footage of me standing on top of tables with my, with a uh, a block that says cell phones oh as a God. mic. And I'm like pointing it to people, say like, "Whoa, sing the words." Yeah, you see that video on TikTok. It is wild to think that like you you probably sold a phone to somebody who two months later was looking at TikTok on said phone, Crazy. and and was like, "Wait, is that the dude that sold me this phone? Like, what?" That definitely has happened. I've gotten the DM. They're like, "You sold me this phone at the Verizon store." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that's awesome." That's really trippy, and it, it goes hand in hand because I, I you seem so humble still for. I mean, and after the first song, after you do Suck in the Middle, and like everybody knows you just because of that, maybe an MTV performance, mm. you get to come out with an AOK and drugs. And, and like, you know, a lot of people go through that like sophomore slump. It's like they're one hit wonders. And you're already not that. How cool is that at your age to be like, you know what? Like, I'm still making good music. You know, I'm just glad that. I have such a great collaborator, Adam Friedman, who's like here right now. It makes it so it's hard to have writer's block, man. It's like so good to just bounce ideas off people. Yeah. And then also when I'm writing by myself, it's like a diary of like my life. Mm-hmm. So I can, as long as I'm staying true to myself when I'm making these songs, then I think it's just connecting with people no matter what because I'm just being vulnerable. Sure. Do you ever feel like you're on tour for so long or you're so tired from performances that you're not experiencing life enough to write about it. Like, do you need to ha- have life and emulate life and go through life and do different things to be able to like have those emotions, have those reactions, and be inspired? 
Um, well, I got I got 25 years of life. Like people only got like a right. little bit from my first album. You know, I, right. I went into maybe like you know dropping out of college and like one relationship. But I got other things and like other people. And obviously, from this start starting, it's been a year and a half. So I got things to write about, things to say. You yeah. Know? Definitely, and and it's cool. Like so, underrated song that you've come out with is "Mama Told Me I'm a B," mm. and and like I, Best one. yeah, I heard that and I was like, this is one of those like those sleepers that like it might be I, my favorite song you've done, which I, is crazy, right? Yeah, I got to tell you the story of that one. Yeah. So when he sometimes people will send like beat packs or like instrumentals to him mm -hmm. and he'll listen through a bunch of them and maybe one or two will speak to him and then he'll stay up super late and write a whole song. And um, sometimes he comes in and it's like a hook or a verse or whatever and then we kind of work the rest out. But sometimes he'll come in with a whole song finished, done to like a beat and he'll go, yo, what do you think of this? So I'll press space bar and I press space bar on that little guitar beat to that. It was just a good iPhone recording that yeah. producer, what was his name? Um. Oh man, I don't know his name. I think it's it's not J Ray. Is it J Ray? It's Maybe J -Ray. it's J Ray. It is J Ray. He did this awesome beat. Anyway, he comes in and he sings the whole thing, and I was like, "Holy, wow, beep. yeah, yeah, that's so good." <laughs> and then we just recorded it really quickly, and then that was wow. Yeah, like one yeah, day. dude, that's one of my favorites. That kind of reminds me of like Dre saying like how he found Eminem's tape. Like, it was just, like, mm -hmm. an unsolicited tape because he gets millions of them, mm -hmm. and he liked it, and he brings Emin, and same thing, one take, like, like hi, my name Dude, is what? Yeah. He's yeah. a master curator. Like, yeah. he can hear 100 things and know what's going to work for him mm -hmm. and then execute it really well. Wow. It's a really, it's a, it's a rare, it's like a, it's a, like a white dove kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? Ooh, white dove, that's nice. That's pretty cool. That's so nice. I, I'm so curious <laughs> when, you know, as an artist who's performing so much, and potentially losing their voice because they're giving everything to the city of Chicago. Like, what's what's the speech therapist say? Like, what's what's what do you have to do to recover after five performances, mm. after six performances? Well, there's not a lot of, I could do. I lost my voice after the first one. So it was a lot of just, like, tea and, like, and water. But um, my girl, Valerie Morehouse, she's just doing a great job um, working with me. And also... I'm a pretty healthy guy, yeah. So that help, that's really healthy. I mean, really helpful For sure. um, when I'm singing because I don't have to like combat combat like you know over drinking or like anything like that or yeah. like a, a bad cool. diet or yeah. And vocal rest, vocal rest is just like just shutting up for a little bit. Where he talks on his notes app. Yeah, That's so funny. You show it, yeah, because it's hard to tell. Like people are just like, oh, Ty's being weird today. Like he doesn't want to have conversations, or like we're at the bar and he's just not talking to anybody. He's mad, and it's like, no, no, no. Like he was told, like he has to shut up for a little while just to, just yeah, to keep exactly. his voice, yeah, <laughs> keep it fresh. That's really cool to hear. I mean, that's like a peek behind the scenes mm -hmm. for a lot of people. I want to know, you know, once upon a time, like I worked in retail, so I'm I'm right there with you. I know about that, like that customer facing business i worked at urban outfitters oh and, yes and i want to know is there anything at this stage you'll look back and be like you know what that was that was dope i really loved the work and like the people that i worked with or anything like that about verizon <clears throat> the Verizon store is dope i only worked with one person that was my favorite show i mean not show <laughs> oh my gosh that was my favorite job yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> now i'm feeling like my life is a reality show this at this point <laughs> oh we'll get to that question too because you, you have a little experience there as well yeah exactly well the the verizon store was one of my favorite jobs because i like phones i'm a i'm a uh, techie person yeah um one of my favorite things to do when i was like younger and in, in high school i would talk to this i mean i would watch this uh, guy named mkbhd 
Okay. And he would just teach me about all of the types of phones and stuff. So that's why I kind of got the Verizon job because I know about phones, um, not just iPhones, but, you know, yeah. Samsung and stuff like that. Um, all my other jobs did not like. I was an intramural volleyball ref. Oh. Yeah, at a beach. And, like, Mike from accounting would yell at Susan from marketing right. and be like, that wasn't Susan. And they're like, looking at yeah. you and, like, getting mad at your calls yeah. and stuff, too. And you're exactly. like, dude, it's a Wednesday night. Like, you got work tomorrow. Relax. Yo, it was a Sunday morning. Oh, That's the my thing. God. It is, a, it is the Lord's Day, and you're yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you had, a good, you had a good hype for it, too, probably. Just to have yeah, a good yeah. eye I played things. music. I was a good ref. I was a good ref. That's so funny. Do you ever try to get out there, too? Like, are, do you feel like there, you're at a point where you can go into the normal public and some audiences? Like, maybe that, like, over 40-year-old crowd and mm-hmm. just, like, be normal and just be like, oh, you're really tall. How tall are you, man? But they don't know who you are. Um, Yeah, I think the older crowd doesn't know who I am as much. I think I've looked at my uh, – this is just nerdy stuff. I yeah. like to look at the the back end of things. I think, uh, like, 80% of my demographic is 30 and under. Wow. Um, But, yeah, there's – Amazing things happen though when I have this older crowd that comes up to me. Like we would have some cute kids in my favorite song. Like, That's that awesome. Is, yeah, it's really cool to like reach everybody. You right. Know? Yeah, it's got to be so cool to think that wow, different demos have different favorite songs. Exactly. And that your discography is already killing it to the point where people have different favorite songs too, versus mm-hmm. only knowing one song. Yeah. And and I have to say, all right, being at the Bud Light session stage at Lollapalooza. Uh, and it's like broad daylight, which is a different way to see a show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like you, you're making eye contact with the fans in front of you. It's actually kind of intimate for being a Lollapalooza stage. When I say, even if you don't know the words, when I say, I know I'll be, I need you to say A-O-A-O-K. That's all you need to do. A-O-A-O-K. I know I'll be. A-O-A-O-K. Wait, do that again. That's kind of sexy. And it's funny, like, everyone's yelling, we would have some cute kids. And you see, like, another, like, seven-foot dude who's, like, out, out of the crowd, a foot above everybody else in time-making contact. And together, be like, we would have some cute kids. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can have cute kids with anybody, man. Right, yeah, 100%. You have some tall kids. Holy cow. <laughs> but it is cool. I, I would love to know, now that you've done these, like, these live audience concerts, was this mm. weekend the first time you did a live audience concert? Yeah, man, uh, with a full band, definitely. Like, that first show um, on that main stage was my first show with a full band and seeing the people that came early because I was the first show of the day. Yeah. And, like, by the end with AOK, and I posted a video of just everyone screaming every word of the song. Like, that is something that I don't know if I'll be able to, you know, uh, just replay in my head even accurately. Wow. Because it was so wild, Yeah. Well, you'll have to remember that. Moment. I'm glad we're in the age of phone, so I can go back and look. Because when I get up there, blackout. I just can't even remember yeah. anything. I'm just, I'm just trying to put on the best show as possible. Absolutely, that's me right now. When I do interviews afterwards, I, like I have to ask other people, I'm like, how to go? Because yeah. I don't remember a moment of it. I'm just, just like, in I'm it. in it. Yeah. You're doing a great job so far. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, Ty, I'm so excited to have you here. 101.9 The Mix. We love bumping AOK. It's already an anthem. I mean, I love Stuck in the Middle. Anyone? I'm under 30, so I'm in your demographic. <laughs> we just talked about that. You know? It's a pleasure to have you here, and, and I just think that you're going to have even more hits in the future, and we're just going to keep playing you. And even my boss was like, hey, make sure you get everything from him. 
just you know just in case like he's already really big but just in case like let's get some liners like while he's in studio because uh, ty we think there's no ceiling yeah if, if there was i hit my head on it you know what i'm saying yeah right <laughs> absolutely awesome 101.9 in the mix ty verdes if you have an artist you think we, we should showcase in any way hit me up at live with dash on all platforms i'll see you next time till then please like follow rate review subscribe uh, so dope to have you here it's the mixing music club unsigned To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.